0: Hey, I'm Britton. I'm a fitness coach and a life coach for moms, and my goal here is to help you become strong physically and mentally by teaching you concepts and ways to help you manage your mindset for all of your mom day tasks. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to the show. So I'm going to do a little mini health series this for the next couple of weeks, and this is your health series part one. And today's topic is a reminder that being fit and skinny does not equal being healthy. So backstory, a couple of years ago, I was, you know, learning how to do macros, and I had been doing it for a couple of months, and I decided I was going to do another cut, a macro cut, if you know what that is. If you don't know what that is, you're just like, they call it a cut because you're kind of like, cutting the fat basically anyways but it was only four weeks thank goodness because I was doing all the things right I was tracking my macros I was doing my workouts I got the smallest slash leanest I have ever been but I also remember I was super hangry like all the time and after the cut was over I gained about a couple pounds back like five pounds back within a week and like you could definitely see like I don't call it fluff, but you know, just the extra layer of fat or so back on my body within the week because my body was not meant to be in that cut state long-term. Like it was not good for me mentally. And I'm not saying this to like bash on macros or like a fitness journey or doing a cut or anything. I definitely think there's a time and a place for those things, but I just want you to recognize that when you see these influencers, these women or men who whatever you're looking at on Instagram and they look so fit and so chiseled that you're thinking they must be so healthy. I want to we're going to talk about that for a second because if you're on a health journey, it is so important to be in the right mental headspace. If you follow fitness influencers on social media, when you think that they have it all and that they're so happy and totally living the life, well, some of them might be, right? And very heavy emphasis on the might, but you also need to realize that that is their job, right? They work on their body for hours a day and having extreme results 24 seven means having an extreme lifestyle. So having that kind of body is not necessarily realistic if you are living the normal life of parenthood working you know what i mean doing all the things keeping a household and you're not working out 2 hours a day so i know we all want to lose the weight as fast as we can so that we can look a certain way that we can feel good about ourselves but i'm going to tell you right now that you don't if you don't love yourself for who you are right now changing the size and shape of your body will not change how you love yourself It is inside work and inside health. So if you have New Year's resolutions to be healthy, are they to be healthy? Are they to work on your health? Or is it to work on the size of your body? Now, let's talk about our health. What does that even mean to you? Like, does being healthy mean being a certain dress size or pant size? No, it means how your body is functioning, right? Your health. How do your muscles, your bowels, your heart, your lung, brain, how do they function, What are the different pillars of health? I like to break it down into three main areas. Well, maybe four, but we'll probably group it into three. We have our physical health, our mental health, which is like our thoughts, our emotional health, which is like our relationships and our self, our relationship to ourself and others, and then our spiritual health. So being connected to a higher being, our purpose in this earth life. So let's talk about it. Your physical health involves what you eat and your movement, right? All functioning body parts and your self-concept about yourself. Can you be physically fit but still be in poor health? Yes, you can. And actually, I don't know that I would want to use the word fit because you could starve yourself to get a certain weight and to look a certain size, but you may look fit on the outside, but your body is suffering from lack of nutrients that it needs to perform everyday functions on the inside you need to have fat on your body. Okay. Period. End of sentence. It is literally how your hormones are made. And if your hormones aren't functioning properly, well, you know how crazy we can get as women, right? And how awful we can feel. our bodies are machines and they perform best when we fuel them and run them. So we need to eat and we need to move regular regularly. Our bodies need carbs, Because carbs give us the energy to do our daily tasks. Our bodies need protein because the protein keeps our muscles rebuilding and functioning. Okay, our bodies need vitamins and minerals and water. Okay, so many things. And if you aren't eating enough, you are likely not getting all the nutrients that your body needs to be healthy. A couple of thoughts about our physical health that I want you to ponder. Thinner does not equal healthier. Smaller does not equal happier. And extreme results lead to extreme lifestyle changes no sorry it requires extreme life lifestyle changes so don't abandon your health in pursuit of being a smaller size now you can work on your health to lose excess body fat and to change the composition of your body right it is good and it is okay to work on your body but let me ask you this can you be physically fit and be mentally or emotionally or spiritually a mess And yeah, the answer is yes, right? And you would feel horrible, right? Which proves to us that having a six pack does not equal happiness. You could be physically fit, but so obsessive about it that you don't actually enjoy it right? You don't enjoy your food because you are constantly tracking or you're cutting calories. You have a nervous breakdown. If you miss a workout and you work out twice as long and twice as hard the next day to make up for it, right? I don't think that extreme is healthy either, okay? And that's more of the mental and emotional unhealthiness, right? Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have goals, right? And you shouldn't lose the weight if you feel like you are in a place where you need to lose weight, not at all. I'm not saying that you're going to become an OCD-addicted person and develop an eating disorder if you start tracking your macros or your food and doing more consistent workouts, okay? I'm not saying that. You don't have to fall from one extreme to the other. You can manage your mind, you can manage your thoughts, you can look from the outside yourself to see how your mental state is, but how you do... Or if you do feel yourself slipping to an extreme, you just need to loosen the reins. And if you don't think that you can do it alone, then hire a coach to help you. Okay, that's what I'm here for. Literally, this is what I do. You can decide to care more about how your body feels rather than how it looks. And if you fit into this boat, then I recommend that you book a consult call with me and then we can have a chat about it. So your physical health, it involves what you eat, the movement, your self-concept about yourself, maybe a certain weight that you are aiming for is just not realistic for your body type. And that's fine. It might be something you need to come to terms with, but on the flip side, do not use it as an excuse to not try to be at your healthiest weight for your body type. Now you can intentionally decide to take back your power. Who is going to think you're a better person and like you more for being smaller and skinnier? Nobody worth having in your life, okay, You are doing this for you all right, so let's move on to our mental and emotional health. I'm going to kind of lump these together here and um so for a long time, I never liked the term mental health or emotional health I always- it sounded i don't know like emotional to me. <laughs> I don't know, but I've learned that all it really is, is how you manage your mind, how you manage your thoughts around certain situations, certain circumstances, your relationships, etc. cetera, right? Like how do you handle it? How do you handle challenges in your life? I'm not getting into the clinical mental disorders like depression or anxiety, but I do wholeheartedly believe that a lot of these situations can be helped by working on other areas of your health, like your physical and spiritual health, right? And taking back ownership of your life because they are all interrelated. Now, I'm not going to dive too deep into this. This is what we work on when you sign up for one-on-one coaching with me. So let's just use an example. Say your sister texts you something and she's upset, right? She says something like, you should have known better. You should have been there for me. You need to help me, you know, something like that, blah, blah, blah. So what is your immediate reaction? Is it to get defensive right? She's upset and blaming you for something, something you may or may not have done, right? Maybe it's your fault, maybe it's not. So do you look at it from all angles? Maybe you could have been a better support, but also she's an adult and it's not your responsibility for how she feels or reacts, right? So how do you manage this conversation? What do you say to her? What do you think about yourself? This is all an example of how your mental and emotional health is, right? You want to learn how to manage your mind and your thoughts and control what you can control. Now, let's move on to our spiritual health, where I feel like it really all accumulates to this, right? This is where I go when I'm having a tough day or something is really hard, but I like to take a deep breath, take a step back and look at the big overall picture, the eternal picture, if you will, right? Why are we here? Where did we come from? What is the purpose of this life? Now, for me, I believe that we came from a spirit world with our Father in heaven. We are here to progress and grow and learn. And if we do our best, right, make our best choices, serve and do all that we can, that we will return to live with Him one day. Our God loves us and He guides us and He supports us. So how do we feel and hear Him in our days? How can we grow spiritually and do spiritual practices just like we do physically, right? That's how we do it is by practicing. We just have to make time. We need quiet moments. We need to read our scriptures, to ponder our thoughts, to write them down, right? This takes practice and consistency to see results, just like taking care of our physical health does. So how is your health? (laughs) Do you have health goals this year or do you have size goals this year? And let me repeat, it's okay to have both, but just know what you are working towards right? I believe that we all desire to feel good. And I talked about this a few weeks ago in my 5 to Thrive episode, if you want to go take a listen to that. But when we feel good, that, that leads to overall health, right? And to get overall health, we need to take in all aspects of what we are working on. All right. Well, that's it for today. I will talk to you soon. Now, I mentioned in the last episode that I'm going to do a masterclass all about goals and outcomes because I love this topic so much, if you can't tell. It seriously makes me so excited and you are truly capable of so much and I want to help you learn how to do that. So I will be releasing it within the next month or so. So be sure that you're getting my newsletter so that you can hear when I'm going to host it and I'll be sending out a waitlist with a special discount if you register early So if goals are something that you'd like to get better at this year, which this class will definitely benefit you for this year, but also for years to come going forward as you learn this process of goal setting for the rest of your life, then this is something that you don't want to miss.